I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job. Tribe Called Quest. You say the whole thing. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to a part named Kickback. It's like a Tribe Called Quest. You say the whole thing. Also known as the Black CNN and the revolution will be televised. I'm no breaks new to Righteous Ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Each and every week, we right back at it. I am the Black Savage the Magneto of my people. And this week I got a very special guest. As I've told you before, um, every episode of the pod now, um, I suspended having uh, a permanent co-host. So I bring on people that I think can add good information to the conversation, some entertainment, some righteousness, some ratchetness, a good old time to make sure that we keep giving you the podcast that you love, that you just made July our greatest month ever. You just made July. Uh, it doubled our best month ever and it quadrupled our average month. And right now in August, we are on, we're a hundred or so views away, streams away from uh, our average. We're, it's August 2nd. And for y'all that's listening to this on podcast, it's like August 3rd. So I think you like what I'm doing. I think you like what I've been bringing to the table the new guests, the new ideas, the new newness. And speaking of the new guests, I got Tamana in the building. Um, she said, I think I should start a podcast. I'm funny. You <laughs> funny? You should start a podcast? Come on. Come to death row. Come to death row. And let's see what you can do. So I'm going to have um, a really good time having a conversation with Tamana. Tamana, I want you to introduce yourself to the people. Let them know what you're about and, and what makes you uh, such a great candidate to start your own podcast. And then let's get into our banner and let's have some fun tonight. Okay. Well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm Tawana. Um, I'm from California, but I've lived in Atlanta for almost 18 years now. Um, but still, Cal Cali is my home. What part of Cali? San Diego. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. San, Diego, San Diego. You know, yeah. you know what that's from? Huh? You know what that's from? You're a San Diego. A San Diego. It's a, <laughs> and Ron Burgundy, Anchorman. You've never seen Anchorman? No. Do you like like dumb white comedies? You know, one of my favorite ones is Hangover. You would love Anchorman. Anchorman is on the level with Hangover. It's I, see, I love. I can watch Hangover over and over again. I still laugh. Yeah. Only the first one though. 
the other ones was kind of was it. Well, then you got to add Anchorman. It's in San Diego. It's based in San Diego. You got to watch it. It's on Will Ferrell, Christina Applegate from Married with Children, and like all the little funny white dudes. But continue to tell everybody who you are and where you're from. I mean, yeah. So, um. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. If you, I mean, shoot, he turns about to give an introduction, but I think a podcast would be fun. I love the debate. I love to go back and forth. Um, I'm always right about 98% of the time. So, <laughs> so I just think a podcast would be fun. And uh, yeah, I just, I love to talk. I'm very blunt, very direct. I don't have a filter. So I think that those are great attributes for a podcast. I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree with that. And, and the energy and the, the good naturedness and the willing to speak your mind, that's, I mean, that's what you look for in a podcast. And so I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you. And I think we're going to have a, a, an amazing show tonight. And yeah, yeah, let's get only, to it. Yes, ma'am. And we start with a high and low of the week. High and low. What was your high of the week? First. You first. Okay. Okay, I think I did a. I don't know what I just did, but I had us talking three, triple time. Did you hear that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh. I didn't hear it. You want me to go first? Okay, let me let me get rid of that echo. Okay, boom. So the echo was gone. All right. So hello. Um, my high of the week was I pretty I, my business and the podcast are both just taking off. Like, it's, it's crazy. Matter of fact, uh, shout out to everybody if you need life insurance in the United States of America. If you are in your twenties, thirties, forties, or eighties, and you need life insurance anywhere in this country, I can get you covered. The Newman agency can get you covered. If you, no matter what ailments, illnesses, or diseases you may have, I have at least one provider that can take care of you, no matter so how. So even you if you have pre-existing conditions. Yep. Let them know. Let them know. Get them in. The Newman agency will take amazing care of you. And the podcast, um, like I said a little while ago, like we've, double, tripled, and quadrupled all of our streaming numbers on the platform. And I know when a lot of podcasts start to quote-unquote blow, they kind of go like, it just happened this one day and then everybody was listening. I don't know what happened. I don't know how it happened. Like an overnight success. Yeah, yeah, but this is a 11-year overnight success. <laughs> so it really wasn't overnight. Um, gotcha, gotcha. But I do want to appreciate everybody tuning in. And for, for those of you who don't know, Anybody who listens to this podcast, any sort of consistency, I call y'all kickbackers. It's a pod name, Kickback, and y'all are the kickbackers. And whenever I scream this or say this, this is my personal shout out to you. So for giving us our best month ever, first, let me give you a round of applause because y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but you're supposed to be here with me. And I also want to do my patented kickback is screen. Kickbackers! <laughs> my low of the week, I haven't really had a low. Um, 
I just have some decisions to make. And so I've been thinking. And you know, you never wanna, you wanna make the best decision. And you don't wanna have uh, paralysis through analysis where you're thinking too much. And I have some big decisions coming up. Are you anxious? Yeah, and I have anxiety. So I'm anxious every day, any damn way. But because of these decisions, I'm anxious, anxious. And yeah. I wouldn't call that a low, but if I have to have a low, that would be my low. What about you? What's your high and low of the week? Um, my high for the last week, I would say, was going on a girls' night to see the Barbie movie. Okay. Yeah. So that was really fun. We all got cute in our Barbie pink, and all of us looked like a different kind of Barbie. Not intentionally, but it was just so cute seeing all the different looks. And um, the movie was interesting. It was a lot better than I thought it would be. And um, yeah, so that was my high. It was, it was a very fun night. It was cool. I, I saw some of the pictures too. So good, good job to y'all. Thank you. Thank good you. Um, the low, let me see. I can't really think of a low. I guess I would say the fight because it wasn't as competitive as it should have been. It was a pretty much a one-sided dominant fight by Crawford. So, yeah, and you know what? That could have been my low too because I'm gonna tell you why. I um I pre-gained. I was ready for the fight. You know I'm you know I'm working really hard. I'm not doing a lot of partying or nothing. So my weekend was like I'm gonna watch the fight. That's my okay. big night of the weekend. I fell asleep in the first round. I you fell asleep. asleep. The first round. Man, I sat down on the sofa and had my drinking. You ain't even see him get knocked down in the second round? No, no I saw none of that. I, what I saw was um, <laughs> I uh, saw the replay. I saw the highlights. Yeah. But I didn't see it live. I was not, man. I was so disappointed. Like, you got to be kidding. You ain't bet no money on it, did you? Huh? Did you bet any money? No, I ain't bet no money. I, um, I, didn't, I didn't know who would win. I'm a boxing fan, but like some of these are just new. So I just, uh, some of these boxes are new to me and I, I wasn't uh, informed enough to make a decision. I've been watching Tank, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Tank is, some, is, a, is a familiar name. Yeah, I haven't been watching Earl Spence or Crawford too much to know. I, I felt like Crawford might have the advantage, but I was like, I don't know. I wouldn't have bet no money because I, I, I didn't know enough. And then yeah. when I saw the fight, I was like, damn, I was actually right. You know what I'm saying? I would have bet, but I wouldn't have bet no money on that because I ain't know enough. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Okay, but you were disappointed by the fight. Yeah, I mean, it, I like to see it back and forth, some kind of competition, you know. It was none. Terrence just dominated. And that's what everybody's saying. And from the highlights, of course, that's what I saw too. But, um, I mean... I wonder if, if Tank Davis can can put up a give him a good fight because how he turns Crawford look I'm like who, who can fight him I don't know that anybody can give him some competition well he gonna move, he gonna move up he gonna he gonna he wanna fight the Charlo the Charlo guy the Charlo okay well if he moves up for Charlo well, he, well Charlo got to win against Canelo first mm. that fight is coming up I how think it's you... a few months. I think. Well, well, uh, what's also but Earl Spence is gonna probably do his uh, 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 rematch. rematch. So they're saying if he does that, if he exercises that right, that fight will be in December. So that'll be. I don't think he should do that though. You don't. You think he should let it go? 
Like one ass woman is embarrassing enough, but two. Can, wait, we can cuss on here, right? Yeah, hell yeah, fuck okay. this. Okay. <laughs> I ain't know if I had to keep it PG thirteen or whatever. But two ass weapons is just that's too much. That's just yeah, especially with uh, Bud Crawford walking around like Diddy. I'm a savage. Oh, I'm a savage. Whatever I want to get, whatever I want, I have to get. That's how he looks to me. I want those belts. I, as he should, because. He had an answer for everything Spence was doing. He had an answer. It was like after round one, from what I saw and what I hear, after round one, he said, oh. And then in round two, knocking down a couple times. It was, it was it. It was it. He needed one round to figure Just him out. Just to see and observe, yeah. Just to do some figuring out, and that was it. I've been in that position before, just going to, woman, going to date with a woman one time, and then you're like, I got it. I got it. I know what to do. <laughs> I know, what but um, I want to get into um. So we did your high low, we did my high low. Let's get into our viral story of the week, and I okay. wonder if you saw this movie or not. But we'll see. My left stroke just went viral. Our viral story of the week was they clone Tyrone. Now I gave a little bit of my thoughts on the movie last week, but I didn't want to do too much. I wanted to get everybody a chance to watch it and kind of form their own opinion before I went too crazy with my explanation or what I thought. Have you seen it? No, I ain't seen it yet. Okay. I'm going to try not to ruin it for you, but we got to talk about it. And I think I can present it in a way that you'll be able to to, to participate. Fully. Well, first of all, do you think Jamie Foxx has been cloned? No. Okay. I don't think Jamie Foxx generates enough money in Hollywood or the world to warrant a cloning. Okay. He just don't bring enough money. Like they, they cloning budget niggas now. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta, I would think you clone somebody that made a difference. And not to disrespect Jamie Foxx, not to say he does nothing. He's a legend. He's not a financial legend. Movie theaters aren't making billions of dollars. He's a, a Hollywood movie. He's a, he's a legend. Like, who else is out there is like Jamie Foxx? Well, do, do you clone people because of who you think they are or you think no. their ability? Or do no. you clone them for financial gain? Wait, do you, do you think cloning is real? I was just joking. Oh, I, I think that cloning will be real and it can be real. It could be real right now. If someone came to me and said, you know, cloning is real, I wouldn't, I would question it. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't denounce it. Like they're they're able to clone a lot of things. A person, maybe, I don't know. But if they could, they ain't cloning no damn Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Now, tell uh, me about the movie. Okay, so the movie um, is set nowadays, and there are three main characters. There is a drug dealer, a pimp, and a prostitute which are all the stereotypes in the black community, of course. And they, the, the theory is, well, how do I do this? So they're, Jamie Foxx's character is a pimp. And he has, of course, his hoe. His hoe leaves the hotel and goes to do her thing. And the drug dealer who loans Jamie Foxx money shows up. Like, give me my goddamn money. He ripping the place apart. 
Jamie gives him his money reluctantly and he leaves. The very next night, the drug dealer shows up like, give my damn money. And he's like, I gave you the money yesterday. Like, we did this already. And the drug dealer like, dog, stop playing with me. You do this every time. And he's like, young, I gave you, are you messing with me? Like, why are you asking for the money twice? And he's like, what? And so he says, let's go ask the hoe if she saw you yesterday and, and we can prove this. So they figure out that um, they both saw Jamie that night or, or the other guy's character that night. And he's like, this is spooky. So she's like, yeah, you in this brown Cadillac. He's like, I know that Cadillac. That Cadillac always is around me. And so they follow the Cadillac to this factory ultimately and discover that he has been cloned because his character was killed. And they're like, we saw you get killed. And he's like, I'm clearly here. So clearly y'all are tripping or something. They go into the factory, they find his body with the bullet holes and he's messed up. Like, oh shit, I have been cloned. Wait, I am the clone? I'm not a real person. And they figure out that the government is doing these experiments and is they're doing mind control via the liquor, via the weed, via the wigs via the fried chicken uh, every story via the all of these conspiracies drink right and and all of these things are used to control the people and so they're feeling like like what are we discovering they're trying to control us and this this and that and it some people like see it as like it's exploitative they use all of our stereotypes but i think they were telling a bigger story and it wasn't just like let's do the the nigger movie with all the stereotypes. Yeah. They were seeing how we were being controlled. It was a metaphor. Some people took it very literal and were offended and how dare they? Some think it's kind of corny. And some people saw the true symbolism behind it. Now was the symbolism subtle? Something that you couldn't figure out? That you had to be a PhD Harvard graduate? No. So the symbolism, symbolism can kind of be a little, it was surface level. So if you're a true intellectual, you could have been like, this is so easy to figure out. I know what you're doing. You're trying to show how they use these things to control the black community and you can have an uppity attitude with it. But I, I didn't, I got it. I got it very early. I got it very easily, but I just thought it was still funny, still entertaining, still got the message across. And some of my folks that aren't as bright was probably still able to pick up on it. And um, that's the premise of the movie. But at the end of the movie, you find out that the guy that they cloned, like everybody was a clone of a clone of a clone of a clone of a clone. So the movie is called They Clone Tyrone. But Tyrone is another character on the other side of the country who has no idea what's going on in this small fictional town. And these characters in this small fictional town were clones of him and his friends in his real town. And it just kind of goes to show, I think I saw a, a think piece that we are the clones because we're imitating what they want us to do. So we're well, not us, but well, yeah, I guess us, every, everyday people. We're imitating the gangsters and the pimps and the hoes and that is taking over us. And the theme of the movie were the average everyday citizens were the clones. And the movie wasn't just about cloning the drug dealer, it was about us being the clones of drug dealers. No matter if we got a nine to five, no matter if what we're doing, we're still emulating these characters, and ultimately we are the clones. And I thought I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I've seen some people kill it. I heard like mixed reviews. Me too. Me too. I I I'll tell you like this. I watched it. I think it came out Friday. I watched it Friday and Saturday. 
I wanted to see it twice. And I told everybody I knew to watch it. Tell me what you think. I thought it was good enough or important. Uh, important is a strong word. I thought it was good enough and at least thought provoking enough that I wanted my folks to watch it and give me their opinion. So I tasked all my homies, like, don't watch it. Is it the best movie? No, watch it though. I'm going to talk about it. And I think that's the is it thing. Your favorite movie? Is it your favorite movie of the year? Nah. Now, that would make me think, what is my favorite movie of the year? I don't think I watched a lot of movies this year now that I think about it. Yeah, me neither, but um, I enjoyed okay. it. And it's so on a, scale, on a scale of one to five, how would you rate it? One to five? One to five. Three and a half. And I think- that's like average. Well, I think three is good. Three, three is average. Four, four and up is good. I do, I do the five mic scale. I'm, I'm a rapper. I'm a, I'm a retired rapper. So whenever you do a five, I do it according to the five mics in the Source magazine. So two and a half is good. Three okay, well, is no, according to my five average. star system, the Tawana five star system, a three okay. <laughs> is an average. A four, okay. a four and up is a must-see. So three and a half is what? Three and a half. It's like it's a little it's above a, average. A little? No, slightly no. slightly above average. You only got a five, so if three is average, then three and a half got to be better than average. I said slightly above. Slightly? And four is what? Good. So what's five? Great. What's four and a half? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Four and a half is slightly, like a must-see. Slightly better than good. It's a must-see. Oh, well, according to your scale, I would <laughs> give it a four. According to my scale, it would be a three and a half, which ain't even a big difference. Like, I don't you know. A and a half and a it, four. I don't know. It didn't sound that exciting when you were describing it. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> also, have to add in the comedic element. You got Jamie Foxx. It was a, a couple times I could tell he was freestyling. He just saying something. He was like ad libbing. Yeah, ad libbing, and I just fell on my chair like, "Yeah, this nigga didn't just say." Are you serious? There were at least two moments like that where I couldn't stop laughing because of some random ad lib. Ain't got nothing to do with the script. But he just said it, and I was like, oh, my fucking what did I just say? So I enjoyed it, and I put, I'm going to watch it a couple more times. If I have a kickback, that'll be like, y'all want my something? Have y'all seen the Jamie Foxx show? No, I heard it was kind of bad. I heard it was kind of good. Nigga, we got to watch it. Hold on, there's an echo. Uh-oh. I don't hear it. I hear, I hear an echo. Okay. I don't know. I got my headphones on. I don't hear it. Yeah, I, it's definitely there. It sounds like a robot. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't Can know. you understand? I've been doing that before. Yeah. Can you understand me at all? I can understand you. It just sounds kind of shitty. Do you have anything planned? Any anything that would be playing Facebook? 
No. What? You can't understand me? Now I can, but you just sound like you was mumbling just a few minutes ago. Oh, I was saying, do you have anything okay, else? Okay, now it's better. It's gone. All right, good, good, good. I was asking, was anything else playing that could have been interfering? Because in my headphones, it sounds great, but my headphones don't always tell the true story. So we good now? Yeah, it sounds fine now. All right. So I'll move on to our Black Fact of the Week, and this is a brand new subject, brand new topic. So I don't even have a drop for this. I don't have a, I have a drop for everything, but I just came up with this this week. I was talking to my father and he was talking about black history and how nobody's talking about it and how nobody's really doing anything to, to continue to push black history. And I was being forced out of the schools. And I was like, eh, okay. I'll add a black fact to my podcast and I added it and I didn't do uh, sounds or nothing. But what, um, what I want to speak on is hip hop turning 50. As an MC, as a rapper, as a person that was raised by hip hop, as a person, you know, like I've rapped and, and, and as many of you know, the, the theme song of the podcast, couple other snippets of the podcast come from my personal catalog. I put out albums for 20 years, cassette tapes, CDs, the whole works for 20 years, got songs with the Neptunes, songs with Raheem Devon, DC, what up? I did it for my city. And um, to know that hip hop is now 50, the art form that I care the most about, the art form that brought me into podcasting, the art form that see, I paid my bills with rap. I was selling my CDs out the trunk of my car and pay my rent. Like rap was real. And I did shows all over, I, I shows with outcasts. Um, I've, you know, performed in clubs, three, 4,000 people. Um, and hip hop gave me all that. It gave me my self-expression. It told me how to speak for myself. It told me that's how I learned how to do the podcast. And um, hip hop, uh, I think of my favorites, you know, Big Daddy Kane, Rock Kim, Tupac, LL, Jay-Z, T.I., um, MC Light, uh, you know, Kendrick Cole, you know, Nipsey Hussle, KRS-One, Public Enemy. Um, I can't begin to tell you what hip hop did for me. Um, I legally changed my Scarface. name. Scarface. Thank you so much for saying That's that. That's one of my Scarface. favorites. He's in my top three. My favorite yeah. three is like Jay-Z and Scarface. And I think I didn't even say Jay-Z or Scarface just now. But thank you so much for saying that because he doesn't, he doesn't get his credit. Scarface no, he's is- he's one of my top. I'll, I'll probably say top two. I love Scarface. I got him number three, but- that, that's just so you how much, and, and I and I've met Scarface, I've met Tupac, like I've I've been around these dudes, and and um, it's just I mean Salt and Pepper, you know what I'm saying? Like they can't forget the ladies, the white boys, Eminem, Beastie Boys, she Everlast, uh, I don't even know the other white rappers, uh, Iggy Azalea, I don't fucking know, but we got them all over. Black name right here. Huh? Who'd you name Iggy? Of all the white people, white rappers, you're gonna name Iggy. Who's who else is white? Who else? Of all the white rappers, you're gonna name Iggy. That's the first person that came to your mind was Iggy. She has a really nice butt. I'm about to say no, she does not have a nice catalog. (laughs) She has a nice ass. She has a nice (laughs) catalog. Yeah. 
I couldn't think of nobody. I was like, uh, who, 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 who am I white? Right okay, now? is this about is this about ass or is this about hip hop achievement? I mean, sometimes hip hop bring you the ass. I'm just saying. Sometimes hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it do what it do. Shout out Megan The Stallion. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Lotto. Shout out Nonchalant from DC. So, those are all the newcomers. We're talking about the history of Southern the last fifty years. Yeah, not man. the last five years. So we got to shout out Grandmaster Flash, African Bambada, and the father of hip-hop, DJ Cool Herc, who in uh, 50 years ago decided to do a back-to-school jam. And when he was mixing and playing songs, he decided to let the beat break play over and over and over again. Uh, that's the part of the song where the, where the singing, or singing stops and it's just the music. And he looped that and played it, and the crowd loved him. He kept replaying it and kept replaying it. And then eventually brought somebody in to talk over that part because that part became the best part of his show. And that guy would just talk about how great the DJ was. And y'all see Cool Hurt. He the man. He can scratch like nobody else can. Then somebody else was doing it, and they started imitating him. And they needed a guy to talk for him. Tell them that I'm the man. I'm the baddest ever. Can't nobody beat me. Never, never. Okay, you my MC. I need now another DJ said, I need somebody to talk when I play the break beat. And these DJs gave these MCs a platform only if they talked about how great the DJ was. But then indeed the, the MC started going, I want to say I'm great too a little bit. He's the best DJ in the world, but I'm a good rapper. I'll take your girl. Oh, so now the MC is getting some notoriety. And then everybody in the neighborhood wanted to be talked about. He's from Uptown. He's a beast. He run all of these streets. And then they started shouting on people in the crowd. And then the MC became equal to the, almost equal to the DJ because the DJ was up here forever. And the MC was down here forever. And then it got a little more equal. And then as the, the balance of power shifts, the MC became the star and the DJ ultimately became the producer in 2023. And now we know rappers and producers are pretty much equal now. And that's the history of hip hop, man. You have MCing, DJing, b-boying, graffiti, uh, breakdancing. Are you old enough to a break dance? Did you ever break dance? No, I never break dance, but yes, I know about break dance. I'm telling you, I used to go to the Sherman Circle in Northwest DC, and we used to bring our own cardboard, put it down, Channel somebody and just start spinning on our backs or start pop locking and what, what you try to see me? I used That's to get all you still dance. No, 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 no. Okay. But I was uh, I was a little little kid, so I was hanging with the teenagers. So I was like eight, nine, seven, six, and these guys were 12, 13, and I would just be the little kid that came around. But I, I would battle the big kids because I was fearless. Like I, I had the heart of a lion, so I'm out there battling them. And you know, um, it was it was the most amazing thing that ever happened in this hip hop culture to me. I think to the planet. So question: What okay. do you, how do you feel about uh, the allegations about um, Africa Mabata being a predator? <sighs> it's heartbreaking. I was in high school. And I went to MLK Library in Washington, D.C., and I signed up for the Zulu Nation. And Africa Mambada is the founder of the Zulu Nation. And the Zulu Nation was, you know, unity. It was something very positive in the community. Um, 
in DC, it wasn't that many people. That was a New York thing in DC and New York had their little beef, drug beef. But I was like, I gotta be a part of this, it's hip hop. I gotta be part of it. Me and my high school girlfriend went up there and signed up. So I have a lot of respect and esteem and love for Africa Man Barter. But I would, but I also deplore what I've heard. Um, and I'll tell you how I look at things. I don't listen to R. Kelly's music. I just, I, I couldn't. I, it's not who I am. Like you, you've attacked children, women. I can't really rock with you. Um, I stopped, you know, watching the Cosby Show. I, I, I was one of those. Let, let me, let me, let me land the plane. I was one of those okay. people where if I hear something negative and it can be proven, then I can't rock with you. My morals, my values are going to prevent me from doing that. And I managed to overlook, not overlook, but I didn't put Cos, I didn't keep Cosby in the same box as R. Kelly. We did it when I first started this show, it was an internet radio show. And we would do a top five countdown every week. We play music. And so it was the top five party songs, top five summertime songs, top five breakup songs. And then we did the top five fucking songs. And, and I would let the fans vote. And everybody wanted to vote for R. Kelly. So if I let the fans have their way, R. Kelly would have been like two or three of the songs in the top five. And I said, I'm not playing R. Kelly on my show, period. And then about a month later, me and my co-host at the time did an episode because he was telling me, if we look into every artist's past, every artist's secret closet, you wouldn't be able to listen to nothing. We know what R. Kelly did. We don't know what nobody else did. Tupac was convicted of rape. Mike Tyson was convicted of rape. Well, conviction by a white court doesn't imply guilt. It doesn't apply automatic innocence either in his case. But we have videotape of R. Kelly. Like, there's no discrepancy. You can't compare R. Kelly to anybody who was accused. Because R. Kelly was, we have evidence. Convicted. There's there's a conviction. Well, I don't, I I personally don't care about convictions by white courts. Um, My name is now Tariq Numan. I I think that speaks for itself. I don't care about what white people think or what white courts think. But we got video evidence of what R. Kelly did. We don't have video evidence of what any, of Tupac did or or anyone else you name. So it, it's so different. that's what that's the bar is. We need video evidence for things because uh, we don't have video evidence of a lot of crimes in the past. Well, when well, I'll put it this way: Tupac was charged with forcibly touching the buttocks. People say sexual assault, sexual abuse. He raped her. No. He was convicted of forcibly, no, no, hold up. He was convicted of forcibly touching her butt. This is a woman he had consensual sex with. And, he and went then to he let his homeboys rape her. Well, no, he let, that, that's, a, that's a wild statement because he, how do you he let, watched. how do you let, according to him, he went to sleep. And according to the girl, he left the woman, went to sleep. The woman just said he shouldn't have left her alone. She didn't say he let his boys. Well, no, she's that's scored. the same thing. Not quite. He knew what they was doing. Not quite because I don't want to. Okay. Yeah, I'll we get on topic. Okay, so no, this is good, but this is good because. But I, I just want I want to know how how do you excuse the Bambada I fucking on little, fucking on little teen boys talking I about don't. brotherhood? I don't excuse it. 
It sounded like you was heading that way. No, that wasn't where I was heading. You said you you said you kind of overlooked it because you didn't have some kind of specific proof as well. Well, that's the impression you were giving me. Well, that, that's not what I said. But with African Bambada, I didn't have. This is where I stood with him. I don't know what happened, but I don't feel comfortable. Well, I can't punish him. I like, and not that I'm punishing R. Kelly, but I can't listen to R. Kelly music. I just can't listen to you talk about a bunch of songs about sex, knowing you're probably singing them about young girls. Africa Bambada, this may sound messed up. I don't listen to his music. So I, I don't have to stop listening. I don't listen to begin with. You know what I'm saying? R. Kelly, I was a so fan. you don't condemn him either. That's not necessarily true. It don't sound like you condemn him. Well, I don't know what your happened. Your whole tone and everything, your whole tone. <laughs> when you talk about R. Kelly, your whole tone. Well, it's because it's one, thing, one thing I know for a fact and one thing I don't know for a fact, I don't know what happened. None of us do. No, we know what happened with R. Kelly. It's on video. Yeah, with one, with one girl. Like, it's like when women, uh, I was called homophobic because I didn't believe Jesse Smollett. And then we found out he was lying. So everybody called homophobic, shut the fuck up. Uh, the little girl, Carly Russell, I didn't know what happened. Oh, you don't believe black women. I, I don't know what happened. We found out she was lying. Shut the fuck up. I wait until I get facts. I don't just jump by what somebody say. I don't. The Carly Russell, that's a separate situation. But I mean, the, the end of the day is, I, do, do you know what happened with African Man about it? I feel like based on all of the testimonies that I've heard, all of the interviews from the boys and the men who claim he touched on them and raped them and all that stuff. Based on all the evidence that I've seen, I feel like he is guilty. He's definitely gay. He, de he definitely preyed on, on other black men and he definitely got problems. Well, that's something that I need to educate myself on. I've never heard an interview. What? It was all over YouTube. You see the YouTube like that's like... No, I mean, that it was like a huge like investigations, like a few different channels were like dedicated to it, and like it's like um you know that main guy um he's like a gangster who who's out who have his little YouTube channel now yeah light skin I don't think he's a real gangster but I'm a, I'm gonna send you the link send me the link but he was a part of the Zulu Nation but he was also a gangster with when time in prison did some crimes and all that stuff. But he was under African Mabata, and it came out after he, when he was like 30 some years old, he, he said African Mabata used to rape him when he was a teenager. They used to make him suck his little, his weebie and shit. Send me that. Yeah, it was all over. Um, it was a real big story some years ago. I remember when everybody was saying, like, uh, when the rumors started. And it was a big lawsuit. I don't know if they settled the lawsuit. It was a big lawsuit against the Zulu Nation. I, I never... A couple years ago. The, the extent of my knowledge of it was that people were... There were accusations. And that was the extent of my knowledge. I, it, it went to court? It was filed in 2021. So I don't think they went to court yet. Unless okay. they settled out of court since then. Yeah. I, 
all I knew was that there were accusations. I never knew that it went to, well, I guess it didn't go to court. But so it was nothing to really have an opinion on until it at least made it to court. You know what I'm saying? Like the reason why it's I was definitely there, it's definitely stuff. There's definitely paperwork in court now in in New York because you know they open up that law that if you were raped back in the day and mm-hmm. the limitations have expired, you can come back and sue now, like they did Cosby or whatever. Yeah, yeah so African some of his uh, victims have come back and sued. Yeah, with African Man Bada, I mean, he's partially credited for creating hip hop, but like everything he did that was really great was. I was too young to, you know what I'm saying? The Zulu Nation, I was in high school and able to, you know, see that. But like his songs, I was like two years old. Like I, I don't, I, I liked R. Kelly more than I ever liked Africa Bambada because I was a kid. He wasn't, he wasn't Tupac, you know what I'm saying? So I, like, I don't have a love for him like that, just to be honest. But I, it, it would be easier to disassociate from him than it would from R. Kelly because I liked R. Kelly music. I ain't African my water. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, do you know how many musical artists from back in the day or from now? What about them? Who done preyed on younger girls? Well, see, who done, who done raped on younger girls or boys and stuff? Rape, preying on, raping, and just dating younger people are three different things. And I think sometimes you can't conflate all of that. Like if you're 30 and you're dating a 22-year-old, that's just that's not the same thing. That's not what we're talking about. Well, what are we what are we talking about? Because some minors, like minors. Well, well, what artists are we talking about? And I can tell you how I feel about them. I mean, I don't know. We talking about Elvis. How you think I feel about Elvis married a 14-year-old? Yes. Now how you think I feel about him? Okay. I know how you feel about white people now. You've established that. <laughs> I didn't know that before. The, the, the anti-white people thing. I got white people in my family, but I'm just saying, like, I know you don't think I'm defending Elvis, and I'm not really defending anybody that I believe is actually. I'm just, I'm just saying, but see, the difference is we know Elvis. Mary all these corporations that we buy at the supplies at the store, all these corporations. You don't think they did bad shit in the days of our people? Well, I think that I think that's a ridiculous argument because, and if it's up to you, then we just never. Do anything. We, if we can, no, if it's up to you, we'll never do anything. No, if it's up to me, I do things. I told you I stopped watching Cosby. I stopped listening to um damn R. Kelly. I had stopped listening to Michael Jackson for a minute. But what I do is when I you feel- You don't listen to Michael Jackson either? Based on what? If you let me finish. When, I, when things started coming out, I started making my own opinion on it based on what I think. And when- he wasn't guilty of anything. When, when the courts failed, I, I said, okay, Mike can go back in the CD player. But R. Kelly can never go back. <laughs> R. Kelly, when, when the white boy said, I was lying, my parents made me lie on Mike, I go, oh, okay, I'm not going to hold Mike to the same standard. I think what you feel, you must listen to R. Kelly a lot because there's something <laughs> the weird. No, but I'm not, because when I'm I'm saying, not about to ban him. Well, that's you. you I have a different. I'm not gonna ban Michael Jackson. I ain't gonna ban. Well, I have a, I ain't gonna ban Well, I will. I got a different level of you know, and, and not to be like, oh, I'm better than you, but I'm I'm different than you. You know what I'm saying? Like if I if I think you really did it, I it's I can't in clear conscience listen to you. I can't if I think you did it. I, I but, and, and where do you draw the line at? It's only certain crimes matter. 
Um, I draw the line with harming, mainly harming women and children. That that's that that's what kind of really. But if you kill ten of our our brothers, we you you cool with it? Nah, some of the, I don't listen to none of them little dudes. <laughs> no, I I think it's foolishness, and I, and I don't want to hear it. I don't listen to them to them neither. And I think I think what we should do sometimes is stop trying to figure out like where the hypocrisy lies and just listen to what a nigga saying. And there's a lot of hypocrisy going on. But I don't listen to them little dudes. So my so now ask me another question. So you asked me where my line was here, where my line was there. So you don't listen to no dudes that sell drugs in our communities. I ain't say nothing about not listening to dudes that sell drugs. I didn't say that. I told you I don't listen to them little dudes that be all that all that switches and killing and shooting. I don't listen to that. Now if you think that if you want to equate a dude that sold drugs in a neighborhood to a dude that killed 10 people on some street beef. What if he sold drugs and 10 people overdose? Ain't that the same thing? Well, if. What if 10 people didn't overdose? And it's not the same thing, right? <laughs> but I'm saying. No, no, I'm saying. I'm drug dealers kill people? Is, is it still the same thing? Drug dealers kill people. Not all drug dealers. No. Not all shooters either. I didn't say I don't listen to shooters. <laughs> I never said that. So you're having an argument with yourself. I'm not no. saying any of this. I didn't say I don't listen to shooters. No, when but I, you said you you said you don't I, listen I to people that be talking. You said you don't listen to people that be talking about all that shooting and stuff. Now drugs necessarily that's not the same thing. That's what you said. Well, right now I, there are no real. There really aren't any many rappers that talk about selling drugs. I mean, they don't people, talk about that shit. But I, I think that no, they don't. That that's just a lie. Like, Most uh, of them. No, that's not true. That's a lie. Most of them talk about using drugs now. It's a it's a different. Oh. No, that's a lie. You, you sound uninformed. A lie. You you sound uninformed. Who? No, you sound okay. Like name, you know every single song that's out in the world. No, you you sound like you do because you you made the declaration. I'm just saying your declaration. There's both. There's both songs about drug dealing and there's both songs about drug taking. There's there's a both. Okay. And that's what I said. You you made it like they all do this. They don't all rap about selling drugs. They don't all rap about shooting. That's not all that rap is. For I just example, feel like there's hypocrisy. Where is the hypocrisy? I'm saying, when is the bad? When is when do we cut off the bad stuff? I've so you said you said men. You said first you say women and children. Every time you ask me a question, I say I cut off that bad stuff, and then you ask me else. You do you listen to drug dealers? <laughs> do you listen to the drug users? Yeah, you because to they're all it's all negative you bad stuff that contributed to to our people. And I keep telling you I don't listen to it, and you keep adding more stuff. What well, okay. do you listen to? People that do this. What do you listen? What do you listen to? The people that do that. You just keep trying to come up what with. What do you listen to then? Um, I listen to a lot of my rap. From when I rap, I listen to some J Cole. I listen to Kendrick. Um, okay. Listen to Jay Z. I listen to Ti, Scarface, um, Nipsey, one of my favorites. I listened to um they they all talked about selling drugs. Yeah, but I think that, I, but I think that if you blanket statement everybody, then you miss 
all redeeming value in it. And and you like acting like white people do to black people. Like and I remember like all ice tea, like all ice tea raps about drug dealing was the dude always got locked up or got killed. And it was always a message. But people call Ice T a gangster rapper. And it's like, did you really listen to Ice T? Jay-Z, people, oh yeah, he's right about some drugs, but did you li- really listen to what he said? Like Jay-Z said on one of his songs, do you fools listen to music or do you just skim through it? But somebody saying, yeah, I sold drugs, but it was wrong and I hurt my community and I made a lot of money and I was fresh. They shit. don't all say that though. Now that I'm older, well, I don't always they listen don't, to the- I mean, you know, they don't all give that message though. But I don't listen to the ones that don't. Okay, well, people in your audience might. So it's not just about you. <laughs> Are you talking to me or to the audience? Because talking you, both. Well, well, we, we we can. You're not talking to me because I I done told you how I view it, and you just keep trying to catch me in something. We've already moved past that. You keep harping on it. All right. Well, let's let's move past it all the way then. So okay. our next. What's topic the next thing? Is the what the fuck story of the week, and this is my favorite rapper, me. It's the mayor. So, our what the fuck story of the week? Oh, wait, I have one too. You brought your own what the fuck story? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, there's videos of these. Uh, Bears in the China Zoo that people are saying are humans in costume. I only saw one. There's more than one. Yeah, they're, they're saying there's multiple. Um, I it looks suspect. I don't know what to say no more. Definitely, it's definitely a human. You think? Did you see dead? the way he was standing and waving? I did. I but I just <laughs> I've seen a real bear stand up. That is not how they stand. So we're really so China is really being this silly right now. <laughs> yeah. China, I wonder how much they paying them. I don't even know what to think about that. Like, I saw the picture, the video, and I'm like, that looks like a human. Like, that don't even look real. But I'm like. My mind, because I'm anti-conspiracy theory and all that, but my mind is like, dog, that's the dude. It's just wild to me. Don't go to the China Zoo. You're not going to get your money's worth. It ain't ain't nobody but Ling Ling and Ming Ling (laughs) in the damn uh, bear suit waving at you and then going back and eating chicken nuggets. Like, avoid that. Come, Come to the Atlanta Zoo. It's the uh, largest and the best zoo in the United States. Come over here to us. Come to Death Row. That's all <laughs> I got. That's all I got. Now, what do you have for What the Fuck Story of the Week? Um, so my What the Fuck Story is why are Lizzo's dancers suing her for fat shaming them? Like, what the fuck? I assume that they were skinny and she was skinny shaming them. They're, they're saying she fat shaming She was fat shaming them, saying, you know, dancers get fired for gaining weight. Did you hear about the part where she was making them touch strippers and strip clubs? Yes. Do you believe that? Yes. 
I don't know what to say about that. I, I listened either. to Joe Budden earlier. He was like, uh, if we go to the strip club, I'm like, yeah, here go $20. Go give her a tip. Go, yeah, that's that lady. Then that's not really criminal. You know what I'm saying? But if you're like, you better do it or you lose your job. Then that but is. if you like intimidate them and like pressure and pressure them. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you like this. I'm not the biggest fan of Lizzo. Um, you don't, I don't like really, her music? I don't listen to that kind of music. I don't listen to pop at all. But um, I'm there not you a big, go. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm not, but I don't um, I don't believe her. It's like I know when people are real. I know when you're really confident. I know when you're really proud of your shape. And I know when you're putting on. She be putting on. She be crying on the internet every other week about how people tease about how she look. If you as confident as you say you are, you're not crying every week. So I, I think she fake. I think she a phony. And I wish her well, and I wish that she could have <laughs> confidence that she wants to have. But I know How you call her fake and phony and then say, I wish her well? Because I can wish fake and phony people well. What the fuck? What like, the what hell? Is your brain work. <laughs> that I is an IP moron. No, I can think you're fake and what, and what was best for you. Just because I think you fake don't mean I want bad things to happen to you. That's crazy. I think you she's fake. Bad. I think she's phony. I wish her well. <laughs> you can't wish somebody well. That's how niggas sound. That's how niggas, that's why y'all niggas do. Y'all insult. <laughs> and then we wish you well. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Like, what the fuck? But like, but like, with me, like, when you wish somebody healing, you wish them healing because of something bad. Something they're doing that isn't right. Something that's detrimental. So I can't wish you healing if you're healed and perfect. You know what I'm saying? But if I think you faking, I can wish you healing. If I think that, you know, you totally irrational and lose your temper all the time, I can still wish you healing. I can, I can wish you the best. I could think you are a terrible relationship partner. And I don't want to be with you because you suck. But I wish you well. I hope you fix that and find somebody that'll love you. Okay. I, you know what I'm saying? If you say so. Do you yeah, think? Do you think? Do you think Lizzo's a bully? I can, I can see it. I can see it isn't far fetched to me. I ain't gonna lie to you. I do, I wouldn't have thought it, but I can't tell you I can't see it. I can see it um, because I, because of how insecure I think she is, and I think insecure people are usually the biggest bullies. So, so suckers, and they just do the most yelling. Because they're insecure. That's how they cover it up. Yeah. So she's so, I love myself. And it's clear she doesn't because she cries every week on the internet. So if you, so I love myself and I'm a big girl and I do this and I do that. Yeah, yeah, you're insecure. And I see your insecurity. It's all over your outfit. And I can see you bullying people and being mean because you have the money, you have the power, and you're not, and you don't have to be the fat girl right now. I'm the boss right now. I see that weak shit in her. I wish her healing. But I see that weak shit in her. Now you wish her healing. I do. Okay. You think I wish healing for people that got it already together? I can only wish healing on somebody who isn't, to, who's flawed. That's Every, also- Everyone is flawed. Yeah, some are more flawed than others. Some are flawed without healing. 
I don't wish her perfection. I wish her healing. We're all flawed, but some of us have healed. So I don't have to wish healing on somebody who's flawed and healed. You wish healing on somebody that's flawed and unhealed. I'm gonna learn you today. You gonna get it. You gonna get it. Okay. You you gonna learn some things too, sir. All right. I hear you. I wish you healing. <laughs> I wish I wish you well. <laughs> no, what would future say? Uh, uh, what did future say? I'm good, love, enjoy. <laughs> but I hope it's not true about Lizzo. I'll say that. They're going to probably end up settling at a court. I don't want it to be true. Um, I think it's true. You do. So you see you see her flaw? You see her, her insecurity too? I can see her being a bully. She can give that energy. Okay. Okay. And speaking of bullies, oh, this is the good one. Speaking of bullies, Let's get into another bully right here. Uh, and the bully that damn near sunk the entire damn country. This dude. So dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Our Don't Be Dumb award goes to none other than former President Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Who has been indicted uh, in multiple, multiple states. And it looks like they're going to convict him for his crimes in New York. And his crimes in Georgia. And what, what's our DA name here in Georgia? He's indicted in New York for the porn star payments. Mm -hmm. He's indicted in Florida federally for the hiding classified documents. He's indicted in Georgia for trying to interfere with the election. Mm -hmm. And he's indicted in Washington, D.C. for the ins insurrection. insurrection. That's four different states. Do so two of them are federal cases and two of them are state cases. How do you think it's going to play out? I think he's going to take a plea deal. He's not going to do any prison time. He's going to agree not to run for president or any kind of elective office. He'll pay some kind of huge fine and millions of dollars, and that'll be it. He ain't going to do no jail time. That sounds like the most realistic. But, you know, the, the young lady here in Georgia, what's her name? Fanny? Fanny? She don't play. She it don't sound like she's going to offer a deal. Everybody. I don't think she's offering no deal. But that's a state case, so Kemp will probably pardon them. Mm. Yeah. In Florida, no, that's federal. That's a federal case. So Washington yeah. D.C. is a federal case, so. Yeah, Florida, they ain't, they ain't about nothing all day. Um, the Santa the case, he's not gonna do no jail time on that case, so. So it's the D.C. or Georgia cases are the only ones that can really wrap them up. Actually, it's, the, it's only the federal ones, the D.C. or the Florida. It's Insurrection in the Florida, but we, we yeah. well, so how much uh, power does the, the, the Florida one, the Florida one with the documents that's federal, so the Santas can't okay, he huh. can't pardon him or anything. So maybe, maybe he might. I would find it very hard to believe they give him time. I, I know, could you imagine a former president like in solitary confinement? 
it would be like so get the same meals like yeah it, it would be hilarious to me because i can't stand that dude i, I, can't stand I mean what they do give him special treatment like you can't i don't know I don't know either, but it, it should be interesting. It, it should definitely. But I, I don't think that just because he's president that he should get like lifetime immunity from any and all crimes. Like, no, he should go to prison like anybody else. And he's intentionally committing crimes. He's on tape admitting to it. He's having people destroy evidence. Like, there's a lot of evidence against him. Yeah. And I, and Trump, I hope you get what you deserve. Yes. Hope you get it. We um, wish you the life you deserve, Trump. Yeah, every day, all day, twice on Sunday. And um, our Nipsey Hustle Award. This is be quick, but I do definitely want to shout out some some folks. If it's sports, okay, if it's okay. fashion, if it's music, um, if it's hustling, whatever, you just on the you on a marathon, you know. So, so you on your marathon. And, um, I'm not gonna make a big deal of this because I think I missed it earlier. But actually, you know who I'm gonna give the uh, uh, Nipsey Hussle Award to? I'm gonna give it to the. Dog! 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 To be 11 years in, going from an internet radio show to a, a Periscope show to a Facebook Live show, then to a podcast about four years ago. And they have the most streams ever in uh, just in this last month of July. I'm gonna give it to y'all, to everybody that's that's listens and kids, and is willing to pay me any damn mind and any attention with my crazy thoughts. I thank you for sitting down for five, ten, twenty minutes an hour and listening to me, because it would not be possible without you. So if you cared enough to go, what the hell new got to say today? Thank you. And having said that, I want to go immediately into our this or that. Did, did you want to add anything there? No. Congratulations. Great job. Keep up the good work. Yes, yes, yes. And now we can get into one of my favorite segments that YouTube has doesn't allow me to play the full sample. I don't play as much of it as I can. So our this or that of the week, what's more likely, this or that? Someone is, someone you think is good at sex by their look or their attitude actually are? Or their looking attitude means nothing and you wind up disappointed? What's most likely to happen? What is your experience, Tawana? You see a guy or girl or whatever you're into, you go, I bet they can, woo, I gotta, and then you get in like, I knew it, I can tell them, I can look in their eyes and see it. Or you go, man, I bet they could. You gotta be kidding me. Another one tricked me. <laughs> What's more likely to happen based on your experience? In my experience, I'm, I'm strictly dickly. Okay. So, <laughs> in my experience, um, you can't just go by looks. Okay. Because 
a man can look fine. He could be confident. He could have all the personality in the world. He could dance good. Right. All of that. And then get in the bedroom and it just don't be hitting. Not be able to put it together. It, it don't be hitting like it should be hitting. Okay, so it's more likely that you could see, you, you could think, mm, I bet, and be disappointed than mm, I bet and be right. Yeah, you, you, you're more disappointed than you are surprised. I'll, I'll say, um, I think I have a decent sense. Like, when I, when I really think, ooh, Usually, you right. Oh, let's say maybe six times out of ten, it ain't no perfect number. It ain't no high high percentage, but I got a good idea. Well, say, well, 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 good. Okay, well, when it comes when it comes to head, I'm usually right about that. So I can usually look at a man and be like, "Yeah, I can tell he eats some pussy," like. Right? I would think that's <laughs> difficult to tell. Okay. Yeah, you you can always look and tell the, the way the mouth, the, the confidence. You can just tell. Okay. Now the dick may that may be where you it could be hit or miss. It's fifty fifty. Okay. Okay. Because you may not. It may be the size. You know. It's more it's, factors. Exactly. Okay. 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 Exactly. One thing. I know, well, more times than not, if a woman is bragging about her head game, I just automatically go, all right, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I, and usually, and I know people who brag about things and that they're good at. Like they bragging because they're good. Yeah. It exists too. But what I found is if a woman overemphasizes how good she gets it, that's usually gonna be blah. And I don't know why that is, because a woman bragging about her sex game, that usually, you know, it's a decent chance. It pans out, right? <laughs> if she brag about, I don't know why that's a thing, but if she brags about her head, I'm usually like. Oh, she probably set. Yeah, I, I, I done been throwing up on. I, I don't know why that's not. But you know what? A lot of men don't know how to give hair right. I I think you're right. I have heard that. Um, you know, I, I I've had female hosts on the show. I got a ton of female besties, and for a long time they were telling me, "Men, I don't even they ain't doing nothing right." I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> no, they're just. And I, I came up with this term, like, they're just jerking off in y'all pussy. Like, they just, they're not even having sex with y'all. they just jerking off inside you. Like, from the stories that I was hearing. And I found it hard to believe, but then it hit me one day. They don't care how y'all feel. They're not having sex yeah. with y'all. They're having sex for them. They're like, man, I gotta give me this nut. I'm trying to give me... They don't, they don't even be creative, maybe like two positions. Yeah, they don't care. Um, no, the foreplay be lacking. Men don't understand the power of foreplay. I hate that you're right. I wish you could say like 
most men or some men or a small percentage of men, but I got a lot of female friends and they all say the same thing. So it ain't even like, I can't even, fellas, I can't defend this. I don't know what y'all are doing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I need to go to some kind of sex university or something. Yeah, and and we did. Uh, I did a couple uh, seminars with uh, cocktails, dirty discussions. <laughs> um, Jade. Did you, were, you ever ate any of those? I don't even know if you were there. You might have been there. What are you talking about? Uh, these seminars. They were in all the Facebook groups. We was holding them. Mm-mm. Jade that does erotic stories. She's been in a couple of those groups. You ever seen them? I don't uh, know. Podcasts? I don't think I know who that is. Oh, oh. Well, you might. I guess you're not really that. Well, maybe you want. Yeah, that. I'm not that popular. <laughs> oh, I was saying that. I was saying maybe not that active. But I remember. Um, yeah, I'm not. I did. Uh, I did a, a seminar with Jade, the erotic writer, cocktails, dirty discussions, um, some strippers, and da da da. We had some really good conversations. And I remember leaving there and getting like 20 numbers. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like a girl that asked me to uh, come demonstrate on her what she be done in front of her man. And I was like, well, you trying to get me killed. <laughs> Wait, this is something you had already been with before? No, she just was at the seminar and heard the conversation. It was like, ah, oh, yeah. So you. the conversation was giving tips on that? Yeah. Okay. It was a seminar. Well, maybe I should say it was a sex seminar. Yeah, I'm right. You didn't say you just said seminar. Like, yeah, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Um, but yeah, and um, I feel for that. And I guess another thing. Well, to I guess, well, damn, I'm acting like you know. Okay, so to bring it full circle, like we do a lot of intimacy uh, conversations on a podcast as well. That's the kickback okay. after dark. Um, oh, that's not, I, that's not this? Nah, we do that as well. But this is Biggest Stories of the Week. So we do Biggest Stories of the Week. We'll do a sports episode. We do the After Dark. And then we do Conversation. Oh, you we should put me on the After Dark one. I like to talk the freaky stuff. Oh, sh- oh I tell <laughs> you, we'll, we'll bring you back for After Dark um, <laughs> in, in September. How was that? Okay, we'll see. Yeah. Oh, did you hit me with the wheel? See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I check, check my schedule. <laughs> right, right. So you you're not we've been doing those lives, me and um Kim from KJ World, we have been doing lives after dark lives. Yeah, I know I know Kim. Yeah, well we just we just like this was like the last month. Like we've been doing these after darks, like she brought me on as a oh, okay. I don't think I'm in I don't think I'm in her group anymore. The KJ World. Well, I left. I, well, I'm not in no groups really. It, it was on our public pages, but I think that now that we connected and now that you've done the part, I think when, when I go live, I think it might catch your eye a little more now. You will see. But like, yeah, we've been doing. Um, she's brought me on as a resident expert like two, three times already. So. Oh, so you're a sex expert. I care enough to know. Oh my goodness. I care enough to know. Okay. Um I, I don't know another way to say it. I think, <laughs> I think the problem is people don't care. I actually care. Um so let's go into uh 
and we're gonna get back to this. I'm gonna bring you back on. Okay. We definitely back this conversation, but I want to okay. get into uh, Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. What does that even mean? So you told us up the edge of Barbie outfit on. Showed up at the movie theater with your girls. How was the movie? The movie was good. Like I was giggling and laughing throughout. All of us were. Um, it was a lot of nostalgia. Like they showed like different toys and stuff that you remember having as a kid, like the camper and the, the boat and you know the Barbie house and all this stuff. So it's like a lot of stuff was recognizable. It's like oh my god, I remember that one. I remember that one. And all that stuff. So that was cool. But also just the underlying messages of women empowerment and um, just being confident and in a male dominated world, you know, how hard it is to be a woman. But in Barbie world, Barbies rule the world. Women are the most powerful thing in Barbie world. But in the real world, men are the patriarchy and men rule everything and men have all the power and all the say. So it was just those little hidden messages throughout that, um, you know, really, Translated to the audience. Okay. So what's going on with the mic? Did you go get it? I think. I think you. I think you broke my mic. I ain't doing nothing. Uh, it looked like it might have been you. I'm not sure, but we're gonna figure it out. But I mean, I'm not gonna see the movie. Maybe I'll watch it if it come on TV. Because white people. Nah, because Margot Robbie in that zone. I love her, so I might watch it just because she in it. Okay. Like, I don't have a lot of white girls I think attractive, but Margot Robbie is is the if you made me name one. Did you see my post where someone commented, "You beautiful black sisters, why are you going to see this white movie? They made that for them, <laughs> not for us." <laughs> I, I saw people complaining that um that the white people was complaining about uh. Who was it? Ariel, the um, Little Mermaid. Yeah, that was the Little Mermaid. And, and then Yahweh. I'm gonna need you to fix your this mic issue. Can I you just take it off? Yeah, I just did, but I think the issue was uh they were saying that y'all wouldn't saw that when they wouldn't go support her. Because that's yeah. like a the Barbie movie was an adult movie. Like the mermaid movie was mostly for kids. Like I know a lot of people who have little girls that went to see it. Okay. Yeah. But I no, I didn't go see that. That's true. I didn't go see it. That was an adult movie? The Barbie movie, yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Okay. Is Margot Robbie Barbie? Yeah. Ooh. All right. I might watch that joke. Her. I've been loving her and, since. And Issa, Issa Rae is the is the president, Barbie. Issa is in it. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. in. I would. I wish. That's my only complaint. I wish I would have seen more of Issa. Okay. I wish she had a more of a bigger 
part or whatever, but yeah. Uh, Issa, uh, okay, I will watch it whenever it comes on HBO or whatever. Come on, I'll, I'll watch. It. They got my girl Issa in there. I'm gonna check it out. But I'm gonna thank the. Uh, I want to thank you for being on tonight. You got me riled up with these African man bottle R. Kelly things. <laughs> we had a, a really good conversation, and I appreciate your perspective. And now I know where to place you. Now I know what episode to get you on to uh, really get you talking. Um, but tell everybody where they can follow you, where they can find you. And I know you're going, you're looking at starting your own podcast. So let them know how they can keep up with you until it gets off the ground. Um, right now you can follow me on Instagram on fine hair, do care. That's fine. F I N E D O. C-A-R-E, fine hair, do care. Okay. And, um, yeah, and that's where you can keep up with me. So do you do hair? I do my own braids. Okay, they look good. Thank I like you. Those. I like those. If y'all not watching you. on YouTube, y'all, you should tune in because yeah, I like them. I like them. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> What's up? And uh, of course, I'm No Breaks New um, everywhere. No Breaks New YouTube page. If you want to watch the video and see her uh, fine hairdo kid braids. And um, did I say that right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. And um, of course, on Instagram, TikTok, every place you can find content, No Breaks New. This is a pod name, Kickback. I appreciate y'all tuning in every week. I don't even know what's coming up next because we've never had this amount of attention on us. So Joe Button, you're watching. Shout out to God, you're watching. Whoever's uh, 85 stuff, y'all watching. Where my deal? Where my deal? Holla at me. Uh, and there are more words than myself. Uno, we out.